Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning on this beautiful Tuesday just before Thanksgiving. It's a great day, and we're going to make it even more fun for you. You know, second wind is about... Not only talking about those transition times, which can be very stressful, but it's also about laughing along the way. You know, life is just pretty funny if you look at it. If you can stand back and look at the problem from distance, you can kind of go, oh, I can do that. Oh, maybe that's not so bad. Or maybe this is really going to be fun. Those are all the perspectives that I hope you'll think of when you start thinking about a transition in your life. It's not always about what's missing or being lost, but it's about what you're creating as you move into that second wind. Usually, it's something really exciting and wonderful. So if you are one of those people, as many of us are, going through transition, Moving from one job to another, from one relationship to another, from children going, maybe this is their last year, they're going off to college or moving into their own home next year. These are all things that we face and they are transitions in life, but they're opportunities for growth. So one of the things that I always like to do during this season is to have on a special guest of mine. Now, you realize you may have gathered from listening to my other programs that most of my guests are female. But today we're having a male with us, a special male, because Terry Miller has been a friend of mine for the last three years. He supported me through many transitions that I've gone through, and he's always been there to support me, to change me, to help me grow. And this was all because of another transition my life went through. So we're honored to have Terry Miller with us this morning. And he loves to talk about Texas. He is as unique as the state is unique. And he loves sharing how great Texas is with everyone Terry is the owner, broker of Miller Homes Group, that is a, a realtor, real estate office that has its roots set in Tyler, Texas. Having had an award-winning radio show, which was how I met Terry when he asked me to be on his show, he was awarded this show in 2012. Terry set next his sights for television. 
So moving and combining with Bob Malden and his 31 West Productions, Extreme Real Estate was born. Extreme Real Estate is more of a reality show and has been sent to the national powers to reality TV. Still wanting something uniquely Texas, Terry and Bob developed an entertainment news magazine type show that will that highlights some of the great things in Texas. And Terry even let me be one of those things one day. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're very unique to Texas. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, Terry, I welcome you this morning as my guest. Thank you, but I'm truly honored to be with you, and I tell this story all the time. I remember when you first came to radio, and you were uh, fearless, but you were uh, cotton-mouthed and couldn't make spit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we're sitting downtown at 6 a.m., and I'm like, put a set of headphones on her. And you put a set of headphones, I happened to have a microphone, and I just slid the button up and made you live right then. Oh, you did. (laughs) That was totally off the rock. I did not expect that. Well, you know, it's like I've told you a bunch of times, if I told you I was going to throw you in the deep end, you probably wouldn't have gotten near me. (laughs) So, you know. But, uh, that's you've, true. You've, that's trans- so true. you've transitioned and done, you know, you've had a local radio show, and now you've got this national radio show brought to everybody by TogiNet, which I think is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Life coaching, uh, it's important that people know that somebody's blazed a path before them whenever they're going through trials and tribulations in their life. They've got to realize that it's not, while it is bad and it is can be crippling, that there is an answer, and you provide that answer for yes. so many people. Well, I love to help people know what's on the other side. Oh, yeah. Because we think when we're leaving something that we've been very comfortable in, we're totally petrified that the other side is going to be worse. And many times it's even better because oh, yes. of how we grow and and change our lives. So anyway, it's always uh fun to have you then this is let me share this with the audience this is our third traditional uh thanksgiving show together because terry's a great one i love to come in and do traditions with of thanksgiving and trivia i love sharing all that with terry and he does it so well (laughs) you kill me with the trivia i don't know where you find it all but you know it works out real well Terry and trivia. I don't mean to put those together, Terry. Now that's that's, a, that's not that's not how it goes. That's but. completely fine. That's <laughs> completely fine. Well, tell us about this. Uh, what you're doing now with the uh, TV that you're appearing on, the show that you're doing, and then what was this extreme real estate? And just give us sort of a bring us up to date. Well, I, I'll tell you, we. Uh, Bob Malden, who's 31 West Production, uh, who's done some filming for you. Mm-hmm. We, uh, I came up with an idea. It basically, well, I didn't come up with the idea. Basically, I stole the idea. But it was like <laughs> it was like Duck Dynasty for real estate, where we tear stuff up, blow stuff up, tear stuff down, and it was just the you know that type of thing. And we right. produ- we produced the first show, and it was uh, I got to tell you, it was amazingly difficult to produce. It was hmm. uh, uh, it. it TV's a lot different than radio. I used to show up mm-hmm. at radio, you know, 30 minutes before, open up the computer screens, get my data, and go to work, you know? Yes, uh, right. 
the producer schedule the guests, and so I just was kind of like looking at bios, and here we go. But uh, the TV, we, we got it. We did that. Everybody liked it. We sent it out, and it went up the chain, mm-hmm. which, and which means by going up the chain, it's being shopped around for somebody else to pay for the cost because it's extremely expensive to do one of those kind of shows. Right. And so I looked at Bob, and I said, you know, I just like, you know, I just like Texas and the things and the people and the places that think that make Texas interesting. Right. And he said, why don't we do like a news magazine type show? And so mm-hmm. we beat it around a little bit and figured out how we could do it pretty cost effectively. And uh, so we film them eight at a time. And mm-hmm. in, a, in a studio, I have gone off site a couple mm-hmm. of times and mm-hmm. uh, we enjoy that, but we film them eight at a time in a studio. And I've had everything from a psychic to a winery to mute mm-hmm. live musicians. Uh, of course, we talk a little bit of real estate, but if you've got you know eight episodes, maybe one of them will have real estate in it. Yes, uh, uh-huh. everybody knows I own a real estate company, and and I you know I gotta be, I gotta be honest with you, everybody out there who thinks it's uh, I'm very I'm a very proud Texan, very proud American, uh, but I want to tell you something. This is good for business. If you look at the advertising that you can do out there and what's cost effective, we get more business off letting people see the real us. Not necessarily talking about real estate, mm-hmm. but but letting them see us enjoy music. Us enjoy Joyce Buford talking about life. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked I talked with a lady about uh, hormones and testosterone for men that were, and there was no, no off bounds. I mean, my medical records were right out there for everybody to see, you know, type thing. We just, and so there's, there's no off limits. We've got some, we've got some folks coming up. We're going to be talking religion and politics and there's mm-hmm. nothing off limits. We put it in, we put a Texas twist on it. We always finish positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, unlike the radio show where I got to, I could delve in politics and do a few things and, you know, I want this right. to be more upbeat, inclusive. I want everybody to look at it and go, you know, I, I may have liked that show. Didn't really care for that one, but I liked that segment. Didn't, you know, mm-hmm. that way there's something different for everybody. Right. On um, Now, this show is on Saturday mornings, correct? At 1130. At 1130. And, and it's uh, all over East Texas, if you're in East Texas. We're shopping at the uh-huh. other stations. It will go uh-huh. to some other stations in Texas. Uh, I'm, I'm focusing on Texas right now. Bob believes we can take it to New Mexico, Colorado, Oklahoma, you know, kind of the states where Texans like to go party and yes. play. Right. And uh, so that's fine. But first things first, uh, we're getting it. We're, we're The show, after filming 20 of them or so, or excuse me, 16 of them, going into the next day, is finally mm-hmm. taking the shape that we want. Yeah. And, Imagine uh, it takes a little bit to get it. Well, it takes a little bit to get things adjusted the way we want. Uh, the biggest mm-hmm. problem, the quality's been good. The biggest problem has been me. <laughs> oh, I don't believe that. No, I, I come out of radio. So in radio, and you know this, you see me, we can look for our cues and do this. Well, if you do it on television, guess what? Mm. <laughs> you're looking around. The camera's <laughs> on you and your eyes are darting all over the place. So yeah. I'm, I'm having to learn the dynamic of what is t- television. Right. And uh, it's harder in a lot of ways, but it's a lot better than showing up from six to nine every morning, six days a week. Yes. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So, but it's it's really wonderful. I've been blessed to have you on as a guest. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've, we've, we talk 
there's no rules. We just have we've been really blessed uh, to have it filmed here at a local country club, and then now we're going to move into our own studio. Bob is building us a uh, an actual sound set mm. that we can that we right. can go and uh, right. customize and make it you know make it more of a. We want it to be kind of a Tonight Show type set. Right. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a break here, and when we come back, we're going to be talking more with Terry Miller about how he's created this new direction in his life and get some Thanksgiving trivia in there. So we'll be back with Terry Miller. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Hey kids, do you think you're creative? Do you want to be? Don't have enough time for your arts, crafts, and hobbies? Or do you just need a kick in the pants? Hi, I'm Mark Lipinski, the host of Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski, right here on TogiNet Radio. Come on and join me every Wednesday afternoon for some creative inspiration and two of the fastest, fun-filled hours of your week. Hey, need ideas? How about a little motivation and a lot of inspiration? Join the fun on Creative Mojo with me, Mark Lipinski. I'm here live every Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on TogiNet.com. Now what are you waiting for? Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Good morning, and it is a great morning. We're talking with my friend Terry Miller. We're talking about Thanksgiving trivia and traditions, and so everything is just going great here. Before the break, Terry had told us about his new direction with Extreme Real Estate and also his new show on TV that he is producing with Bob Malden. And... um, which all sounds very exciting, Terry. I love that you're moving on to a new medium and and just keep exploring what <laughs> well, it's almost like you keep getting go through those uncomfort zones. Like you said, you learn had to learn how to get present on the T V screen where the radio you didn't quite have that uh requirement. 
correct. Of be, having those <laughs> eyes uh, look at the camera. But there's another area that I know that you have a particular soft spot in your heart for, and that's the Homes for Heroes, oh, which yes. is a charitable organization. And that, and how does that work with you? Well, it's uh, we buy, you buy, it's a national organization. It's in 49 states. Uh, the only mm-hmm. one that's not in is Hawaii. And for the life of me, I can't understand why somebody over there didn't sign up. But uh, you sign up, and then I pay a, a pretty nice monthly fee to have Smith County and Wood County in Texas. And then I have one of my agents has uh, Longview, and uh, you know you pay, you pay a fee, and then. What happens is, is you're 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 in a database, but you're there. You sign up, and it's it's very tightly regulated as to what you can do. Mm-hmm. But and but that way that way we don't do anything wrong and get anybody in trouble. But if a hero buys a home, and that's veterans, uh, active mm-hmm. or not, police, mm-hmm. firefighters, school teachers, um, you know, medical workers, uh, it, these people are heroes. And it was formed in nine at nine eleven. Uh, this this organization was formed in nine eleven. Oh, after 9/11 okay. Or after you know everybody that was affected by this, and so we give twenty five. Whether you're listing or selling a house, we give twenty five percent of our commission. We can't give it to them in cash, but we can give it to them in credits that helps them pay for down payment assistance or anything mm-hmm. like that. So it averages a, and it, it can get into the thousand. And East Texas averages about eighteen hundred dollars a home. Oh. What a great help to those people. I was thinking heroes. I thought it was strictly limited to our servicemen that had served. I was totally off base there. Well, and you know what? That's that's where we do most of our business with it. They're mm. they're very they're very aware that there's something out there for them. Now, police officers and firefighters are not. Right. So we have to make them aware. You know. Uh, that when veterans know that there are certain things because they serve their country that right. I don't want to say entitled, but they've earned. That makes sense? Yes, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some of the other folks who deserve it just as much. I mean, think of these poor guys up in Ferguson, Missouri today, putting their mm-hmm. lives on the line. They deserve uh, not a hand up, but a thank you. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. we want to thank them, and we want to make sure that they're appreciated in every in every way possible. Right. Um, yeah. Well, that's a good clarification for me because I was not aware it, it expanded to so many other yeah, um, I, occupations. I have an agent in Longview that's given away over $40,000 in her commission this year. Wow. Hmm. And, and would give away twice that much. Mm-hmm. Now, make no mistake, we're helping the community, we're helping the hero, but it's also, and I, I don't want anybody. It's good for business. Mm-hmm. So when you can right. do, when you can do things that a you enjoy, b help your community and that you have a passion for, mm-hmm. okay, that help build your business. Why not? Right. I call those win wins. Very big win wins. <laughs> yes, they are. And I like win wins. Yes, and they're a win win for everybody involved. And then we have a lender that'll give them discounts. We have, you know, you have title companies, you have inspection companies, uh, the savings can add up to about three grand pretty quick. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, it works. Well, I'm glad we're spreading that word this morning. Thank you very much, because it's important. Well, okay, now we have to talk about another love that I like that you incorporate in a lot of your programs, and that is the music. You and I both share the the interest and the love of music, and 
I don't know. You know, East Texas is full of great music. Yeah, and and, and you and I see this all the time, and, and, and you and I are in the same age group, and we look back, and the young people today that are singing and doing the things, you and I were raising families. We did not mm. have a chance to enjoy and I love to see them work their passion, and I don't want to see, you know, it's it's uh, it, it, everybody I see sounds great, all right. Mm-hmm. Maybe, right. Maybe one person that I see every year on a local level will ever make it on a bigger level, mm. and they're playing music because they love it, mm-hmm. and the talent. And it is so much on I mean, I've seen some incredible guitar players. I've seen some incredible voices. Uh, we've got some amazing people in East Texas. East Texas, I believe, is where Austin was 20 years ago. Ah. You can yeah. find, you can find music think? on every corner on a Friday and Saturday night. Yeah. Really, and good music. Good music. Very yeah. good music. And, and I, I'm blessed to emcee a lot of concerts. I've hosted the East Texas Music Awards for three years in a row. And enjoyed that, uh, to be around all the young people and just look at them and watch them grow, uh, watch these award winners grow in talent and then watch, and then, and, and watch what they're out there trying to do. Some are trying to make it big and some of them are just saying, you know what? If it never gets any better than this, I'm a happy guy, <laughs> you know, or I'm a happy girl. I mean, we have, yeah. you know, we've got some that are school teachers. Mm-hmm. They're, uh, you know, my, uh, one of my favorite fiddle players, her name escapes me right now, is is getting her master's in education. Oh, and she's a world class fiddle player. Hmm. And but she she realizes that you know pay the bills and live your passion. And it's just right. amazing to see these young people do this. Well, it really is because to enjoy the talent that you've been given and to use it in your daily life without that. I mean, if you make it big, if somebody comes and sees you and you get the opportunity, it's more about loving what you do and taking action to do it. Mm -hmm. And then if it's right, the universe will bring the person to you. I'm almost. Exactly. And the world's full full of unmitigated talent. Mm. Yes. So get out there and have fun. Enjoy your talent. Enjoy right. it for yourself and the people around you. If it grows into something commercial that you can make money at, great. Uh, you know, that's always a dream. But, you know, in play music, you can play music the rest of your life. And, and you, you've been to, you got to sing at Carnegie Hall. I did. And you got to direct the orchestra here. <laughs> I did. Uh, the Carnegie Hall was such an experience because it was something that evidently a friend reminded me I had wanted to do. I said, I'm going to sing at Carnegie Hall. Uh, that must have been when I was on something because <laughs> I don't remember saying that at all. But Nor did I even know I could get there. But the opportunity to sing with my church choir came up and I was at every practice. I've never been so committed. I really wanted to go there. And it was ever bit as exciting as I couldn't have imagined anything more. I mean, it didn't matter that I had, you know, 50 or I think the choir was about 300. So it didn't matter that I was up there with all the others. The excitement was just amazing. So I want to, when I go back to New York, I'm going to be 
go to that hall and sit in that hall and listen to someone else perform because it's just awesome acoustics. Mm-hmm. So exciting, exciting. But, um, Terry, it's about time to get it. You know, I'm just jumping up and down here with some trivia. <laughs> I know it. Here you we know. go. Here it comes. It, it's what I love to do. I know. Here <laughs> there it are comes. five five things that families do at Thanksgiving. Can you tell me what they usually are? There are five Thanksgiving traditions that well, people I, usually I'm do. Gonna, I'm going to miss them, okay? But uh, I would say, of I course, think, eat, eat turkey. Number one. Okay. That's good. Uh, say a prayer. That's two. Uh, You're doing good. Watch football. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, put up the Christmas tree. Well, that's not on this, but a lot of okay. people do it now. Yeah, uh, put up the Christmas tree or play football in the yard. I don't know. Right. The other one is the parades. I forget about the parades because I don't watch them. I know. The parades, there are two really big parades. I know you know one of them. Yeah, the Macy's Day. That's it. Macy's in New York City is big. And then there is the um, first American Thanksgiving Day Parade, which you don't hear much about, but it was started in 1920, which is actually four years older than the Macy Parade. Okay. And it was it was organized by Gimbel's. Do you remember? I remember Gimbel's. I remember Gimbel's. Department store. Yeah. And that's in Philadelphia. All right. Yeah. So that's another biggie. But the t- how do you fix your turkey? Well, I, I, and I'm the guy that ends up cooking the turkey most of the time. If we cook <laughs> it, uh, I do just like they said on television. I usually uh, put uh I cook the stuffing separately, and my wife has a great stuffing recipe. But yeah. I'll take it, and then I put a full stick of real butter on the inside. Mm-hmm. And then I take another stick of butter, rub the hand rub the outside, and then turn it breast down for about the first two hours. Mm-hmm. And then turn it, over, turn it back over and continue cooking. And then about the last uh, two hours, take the top off so it gets a little crispy. Yeah. It sounds yummy. What time are we eating? Yeah, I'm going to Huntsville. You know. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to Huntsville. <laughs> but I do. But I, I, I'm usually I usually do the uh, turkey and the mashed potatoes. And my mashed potatoes recipe is uh, uh, totally. You know, you take five pounds of potatoes and you put a big tub of sour cream, a stick of butter, uh, and salt and pepper, and uh, just go to whipping it. <laughs> you know. Oh. Well, we were, we're not going to count calories that day. No, but no, when no. we come back, we're going to talk about some bird recipes from other parts of the country that are kind of interesting. So we'll be back talking about the turkey, Thanksgiving turkey, and some more trivia and traditions. You there? I'm here, but we're going to break. Okay. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break.
Hey kids, do you think you're creative? Do you want to be? Don't have enough time for your arts, crafts, and hobbies? Or do you just need a kick in the pants? Hi, I'm Mark Lipinski, the host of Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski, right here on TogiNet Radio. Come on and join me every Wednesday afternoon for some creative inspiration and two of the fastest, fun-filled hours of your week. Hey, need ideas? How about a little motivation and a lot of inspiration? Join the fun on Creative Mojo with me, Mark Lipinski. I'm here live every Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on toginet.com. Now what are you waiting for? Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. You'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Bryles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Welcome. We have been talking about Thanksgiving turkeys today. Absolutely yummy, yummy. But my guest is Terry Miller, and he has Miller Homes Group. And then also he's doing TV programs now as well with his Terry Miller's Texas, which is awesome because, you know, Texans are really proud of being Texans, and uh, rightfully so. I'm right in there. But this is our third Thanksgiving annual show Terry and I do together. I believe the first time that I did this show, Terry, I came in with stacks of papers and covered your desk. Yes, ma'am. Because we were in your studio at the radio. I Uh, remember, and you had some of the most obscure uh, (laughs) bordering on absurd facts, (laughs) and I loved every one of them. I was just, I didn't know these things. Yes, and, uh, well. And, and we're talking on break, and you got some more stuff. I had no clue. I know. You know, I think it's kind of funny that we assume that Thanksgiving has always been like it is today. And it really did not get there. But before I want to go there, I want to talk about, you gave us a wonderful recipe about fixing your Christmas turkey, and that, or I mean your Thanksgiving turkey, and that you are the the cooker of the turkey in your household. But in Hawaii, they rub coffee on their turkey. I guess because of the many turkey uh, coffee plantations. Oh, yes. In New England, they do salt-encrusted turkey. And then last year, and I know a lot of people in the South do this, 
Last year, I had my first deep-fried turkey. Have you ever fixed it that way, Terry? Yes, ma'am, I have, and I love it. I've also done turduckins. Oh, yeah, that's a, what is that? That's a, that's a boneless duck inside the turkey, and uh, it's a, Cajuns love it, and they love the deep-fried ones, but I'm not a big fan of turduckins, but I love the deep-fried turkey. Yes, I thought it would be greasier because it's deep fried, but last year was my first, and I thought it was pretty good, yeah, pretty darn awesome. good. Okay, we're going to go with a little trivia here, because th- <laughs> because you know how I love that. Uh, Thanksgiving marks the official beginning of the Christmas holiday season in the United States. It is the most widely celebrated American holiday. And most Americans spend Thanksgiving with family. So of all the holidays that we have, this is the one that we usually target as going home to mom or or spending with the family. I thought that was interesting. And it is the most popular travel time in the United States. I knew so, that. I knew that. Yeah. Do you think that has to do with it being consistently on a Thursday every time? Uh, could be, but I think it's also non-secular, right, so right. people don't get up, get caught up in maybe it's a religious holiday versus just a holiday. It's just, uh, it's talking more about being grateful and freedom and right. all those other things. Okay. So, but the, of course, it's a closed federal. Everything federal is closed in schools, banks, everything's closed. But there are, if you want to go to the Macy's Parade in New York City, the Central Zoo will be open. Macy's will be open, of course. Empire State Building will be open. Statue of Liberty will be open. So there'll be a few things that you can do if you're in the city. All right. Last year we were up there, you know, singing in Carnegie Hall about Uh this time. Uh And the choir had the option of staying over and going to the Macy's Parade. I did not choose to do that since large swarms of people do not interest me. I don't care how big those blimps are. <laughs> no, 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 no. I completely, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, the, the older I get, the less that, you know, it's everybody like, hey, I got, when everybody says, hey, I got tickets to the ball game or something, do you want to go? The first thing I, the first thing I think about is not where are the seats. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's how bad the traffic going to be. Getting there. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. If we could just helicopter me in, drop me off. And, you know, that'd be, uh, that, I would probably go, but you're right. That, that fight for the seed is not fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to tell you some history about our Thanksgiving day because history doesn't always play out the way that we think it was created. The pilgrims never really observed an annual Thanksgiving feast in autumn. In the year 1621, they did celebrate a feast near Plymouth, Massachusetts, followed their, and that was following their first harvest, but it was never repeated. So they didn't turn it into an annual thing by any means. And 
It was mostly devoutly religious pilgrims observed the day for Thanksgiving with prayer and fasting, not feasting. So it was more of being in gratitude, and that was in 1621. So I'm going to go back and get the time, give you all the timeline for Thanksgiving. Are you still with me, Terry? I'm still here. I'm listening. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> we went we went from fasting to feasting or gluttony, right? <laughs> yeah, right. That's our, that's the focus now is on that dinner for me. Oh, it is for me too. And then oh, the yeah. nap. And then the nap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks to the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> now the timeline is in 1541. There was a Spanish explorer, Francisco Coronado. I now I dropped a few names in there, but he led the Thanksgiving communion celebration at, this is interesting, Paladura Canyon in West Texas. Been there many times. I know, but doesn't that seem like a strange place to do that? Uh, That is a very weird place. (laughs) (laughs) It's a crater in the middle of the uh, Texas plain, actually. And you would have never gotten me to guess it in a hundred years. I know. That was interesting. In um, 1962, pilgrims and Native Americans celebrated a harvest feast in Plymouth, Massachusetts. And in, I'm skipping through here, in 1777, George Washington and his army on the way to Valley Forge stopped in blistering weather in open fields to observe the first Thanksgiving of the new United States. 1789, President Washington declared November 26 as a national day of Thanksgiving and prayer. Okay, that's when that, that's when we started making it on the Thursdays, right? Right. Okay. And then in, in the 1800s, the annual presidential Thanksgiving proclamation ceased for 45 years. So we went for 45 years with no Thanksgiving. Hmm. And then in 1963, Abraham Lincoln resumed the tradition of Thanksgiving proclamation in 1863. I like that. Yeah. So after that brutal war, uh, or while that, probably that war was still going on, um, they started observing the annual Thanksgiving holiday again. Something positive, yeah. Right. And probably to create unity, you know. I, I would agree. Because yeah. thanks, I, I would agree with you. Thanksgiving's more, um, it's more relaxed family. Yes. Than Christmas is. Christmas is, everybody's, you know, oh, I got to get one more present, or did I buy a gift for so and so that did or didn't right. show up? Or, Christmas has become commercialized. I believe that we've we've forgotten its intentions. Thanksgiving, you're right. Uh, you know, the more I think about what you said, it's just more about it's it's not secular. It's just about getting the family together and doing what you do as a tradition. Right. Yeah. Well, that's where, you know, you mentioned the football game. Mm-hmm. That's not only that people go to a football game, which there are, you know, some set ones like the Dallas Cowboy plays. There's another one someplace else. But a lot of times families will get out and play a football game. 
Mm-hmm. And either even mom and grandmother will join in the activity. So, we've done that. We've done that before. Yeah. Yeah. So Back when the it, kids were little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really a, a family play together, eat together, fun day. So it's uh, that makes it even a more valued day. But in 1941, President Roosevelt established the fourth Thursday in November as the official Thanksgiving Day. And that's where we are today. I like that. So, yeah. You You know, I did not know that we had gone a time in our history and not and not and not practice Thanksgiving and not appreciate right. it. Right. Right. That is interesting. Forty five years. That's a long time. That's a long time. Yeah. There might be some people that didn't even remember ever doing Thanksgiving. Yeah, exactly. But I tell you, you know, <laughs> the the thing is today it seems like we have a holiday every other you know, every other week. So you know, I wonder that. I wonder how it is that the turkey has stayed around that long as the primary uh, food that's eaten on Thanksgiving. Well, I would imagine. Well, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm surprised how it was turkey to start with because turkeys, wild turkeys, mm-hmm. uh, were in with what they had to hunt them with. Uh, I can only imagine were not that easy to to hunt. Mm. Yeah, know, to, because to, in today's world, and we have very modern firearms and those type of things are pretty easy, are, are pretty difficult to hunt. So I can only imagine mm-hmm. with a musket. You know, it was a, a challenge gathering uh, gathering up the turkey. I would imagine back then. Yeah, <laughs> that really was a feast. Yeah, to have uh, that food. I, I don't know how it ended up being turkey, or I, that'd be interesting to research. That would be right. interesting to research. So we skipped for, forty-five years. I, I would have never known that, Joyce. I know. Well, next year we'll talk about. Why the turkey? <laughs> okay, we'll find out My why the turkey. My research does not okay, go but, that far. All right, but Joyce, so, what are you doing Thanksgiving? Oh, I'm doing, I'm excited because I am cooking for my family. And uh, it's one of my two holidays that I love to cook for. So it's real easy. I just go into automatic mode and it gets on the table. I get to set a pretty table. I love all that presentation. I'm happy as a pea in a pod. I know know that your sister's in town. Right. But we're going to go to break now. And when I come back, we'll talk more about Thanksgiving Day. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Are you looking for something more in your life or business? More success, more stability, more happiness? It's all out there waiting for you, but it doesn't just happen. You've got to go get it. Make it happen with Michelle McCullough, where motivation and strategy intersect. Michelle is a serial entrepreneur, acclaimed speaker, and the WooHoo Radio Network's resident business and success strategist. Michelle has the smart strategies and experience to help you improve your life and take your business to the next level. You've got big dreams. You've got big vision. Now it's time for you to make it happen. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. They split it up. 
are back. We are having the best time. I love having Terry Miller on my show because we just, we are making this an annual event. And this is our third annual Thanksgiving show. We love to talk trivia. And it's always fun to talk with Terry and let him tell us more about Texas. I'm sorry for all those people that are not Texans, but we are unique. We have... So my trivia that I love to share on this show <laughs> is always uh, trying to find some facts that you don't know about Thanksgiving. But tomorrow, you know, Friday will, the day after Thanksgiving, is big, 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 big shopping. It's called Black Friday. <laughs> lots of, isn't it Black Friday? It is Black Friday. I don't know how it got that name. Oh, man, I, I do. You get, you get a five-foot-nothing, 115-pound woman knocking out a 300-pound, six-foot-tall man to get to a, a Cabbage Patch doll or something. <laughs> it is. This is yes. brutality. You know, we Thursday, we all get together and give thanks, and Friday, we all get together at the mall and beat the crud out of each other. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's it. Go In a nice way. In a nice save way. Save a dime. Save a dime. Save yeah. a dollar. Yep. But... So we have that super holiday uh, for people that are ambitious and get up and do that. And then we also have the parades, which are ways of celebrating. That's in Houston, Philadelphia, Detroit, Macy's Thanksgiving Parade, and the Detroit, the Philadelphia American Thanksgiving Parade are the two biggies that we refer to a lot. But, Terry, there are two teams that we talk that we need to talk about that play football. Mm-hmm. And what are those two teams? Those are Dallas and Detroit. You finally got on a subject that I know. Yeah. <laughs> Dallas and Detroit. Yeah. Used to and- play just each other on Thanksgiving. And it evolved. Excuse me. Uh-huh. It evolved into two games now, so there's always two games. Dallas plays somebody, and Detroit plays somebody on Thanksgiving every year. Hmm. Well, did you know Detroit's been playing that game since 1934? No, now that I did not know. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah, it really is. And they're yeah. usually playing in snow, aren't they? Usually. Now, they have an indoor stadium now. Oh. The Cowboys okay. have an indoor stadium now, and and, you know, you can... You can see as, uh, like last night, they had to play, uh, the, they had to move the Buffalo game to Detroit because of the eight feet or six feet of snow they got. And they had to move it over there, and they're giving away free tickets just to get people in the stands. So outdoor stadiums up north this time of year, uh, pretty unpredictable. Oh, yeah. So have they all gone inside? No, no, no. You still have Green Bay. You still have Buffalo. You still have Denver. Oh. You still have some of those. And I mean, some of the coldest games you'll ever you, in the in the history are been played in Green Bay. But mm. you know, Green. You know, some of those places are uniquely qualified to get the snow off, unless they get six foot two days like they did this week in Buffalo. And mm. uh, they claim it's a home field advantage. Uh, I'm, I'm just telling you from a guy that used to play sports when he was a kid, it ain't. Uh, <laughs> you, yeah, you're just as cold. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But well, the, the Dallas fan, Cowboys don't need an indoor stadium. No, but they have one. They have one of the. They have probably the nicest stadium in the league, uh, Jerry, Jerry World or whatever you want to call it. It's uh, it's amazing. <laughs> it's comfortable. It's air conditioned. Uh, mm-hmm. They don't open the roof as much. If it's a if it's a hot sunny day, they don't open the roof. If it's a cool sunny day, they don't open the roof because the sun gets in the fans' eyes. 
you know, in the fans' eyes. And so, you know, they're very confident of that. But it is, uh, it's like a museum that houses 90,000 people. Right. Well, that one started in 1966. Mm -hmm. So they've been going quite a while. Mm -hmm. But that pretty well finishes my trivia, Terry. <laughs> well, but now, I want to know... I want to know what you're on to because it's always you just make this traditional Thanksgiving program for me. <laughs> we just laugh and have such a good time, and uh, it's just good to be back doing this together. Yeah, it you is. Know? And Joyce, uh, you know, I've been without going too far into it. We've been talking to folks about me getting back on the air and radio, and mm -hmm. and. Uh, and and I'm pretty picky because I dealt with you and I had a local station that basically we, was doing okay that we felt was I felt was mismanaged and mm -hmm. and uh, so the situation is is I'm you know I don't need it I do it because I enjoy it I do the TV because I enjoy it uh, I've reached the age to where I'm thankful uh -huh. you know right. and 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 it's tough. Uh, when you're in your 30s and 40s, and you and I both know this, uh, your 30s and 40s, you're plowing that road. You're trying to be successful. And then by about the time you reach your late 40s, you begin to realize success can be measured in a lot of ways other than dollars and cents. Mm. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, 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 and that's a nice measuring stick. I'm not going to mm -hmm. kid anybody, okay? But, right. you know, uh, I love growing businesses. I love growing people. I love seeing my granddaughters grow. I love... I love seeing my very good friend, Joyce Buford, grow her business of coaching and helping women become better when they thought their hope was gone you know, or mm -hmm. they thought their life, their life was upended and they couldn't find a starting point to continue. And a lot of times, that's it. You know you've got to change and you know you've got to move forward, but you don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah. because you've never – I mean – Let's face it. I mean, I got married at a young age. A lot of people, they come from their mother's house, then they had their own house with somebody else, and then they're maybe 40 or they may be 50, and all of a sudden, for the first time in their life, they have to start something on their yeah. own. On their own. Mm -hmm. They don't have a clue where the, you know, much less where the finish line is. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. And, and so, you know, it's, it's just, I'm blessed, and you and I have talked about this, uh, my kids do what they do and they're they're both financially secure with their careers mm -hmm. it gives it gives me the ability to do the things i want mm -hmm. uh, yeah want to do tv want to do radio want to have you know we open one real estate office now we have three uh we'll mm -hmm. have two more by the end of the year when we do this call next year we'll have two more mm -hmm. i want right. to want to do homes for heroes uh, I want to go emcee a concert or something. I got a call Saturday morning and said, hey, there's a 5K for charity downtown. We don't have an announcer. I said, I'll be there in 30 minutes. I oh, mean, good. Those are, the right. type of, those are the type of things I can do because, let's face it, I don't have to get up every morning, get kids ready for school or do this or do that. Well, that was a great part of my life. All mm -hmm. right. Now I have the ability and the want, and you know what? The need, Joyce, the need mm -hmm. to, to help others. Right. So if you were to say what you're grateful for this year, mm -hmm. I know the list is long, but uh, because, you know, anybody that lives in the United States could be grateful just for freedom. Mm -hmm. But uh, you have anything you want to share there with us? I'm grateful. 
this year that my kids and my family are healthy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that my friends are healthy and that my community is healthy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's all I can, that's all I can, that's all I really want this year is, right. is, is for everybody to remain healthy and remain on target with their goals for, from the community to my children, to myself, to my friends. And I'm grateful right. this year that everybody I've been associated with, even though it was an up and down year for some of them, okay, mm-hmm. right. will, come out, will come out better this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a newsletter that I produce every month. And if anybody is interested in getting that newsletter, um, I would love for you to go to Joyce Buford in Powers and sign up for that newsletter. I would love for you to join me and let me share my thoughts with you. But in this newsletter, I sort of ended as I was encouraging everybody with the Thanksgiving holidays. You know, I said, I'm just thankful for the ability to write this article, knowing somebody's out there reading this article and knowing that I am making a difference in helping other people. And and I'm thankful for my food today and my hope for tomorrow. And it's, you know, it's basically that. We just have so many things to be grateful for in the United States. We do. You know, I mean, I know there are those that are struggling, but even the struggle, being able to struggle is a gift, which if we knew we have the control to change that struggle. If we knew and believed we could change that struggle, then we have a great gift there. It starts with a belief. Mm-hmm. It really does. Joy says always, it's, it's amazing to be on with you. Love having you as a dear friend. Ah, thank you, Terry. Now, next year, we're going to see you doing... Uh, your TV show will expand. We'll see. What's the uh, real estate show? Extreme Real Estate? Yeah. Yeah. We have, I'm going to tell you, if somebody doesn't pick it up next year, we get it back. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we'll go for that. What we want to do is Terry Miller's Texas. Our goal is to have that in about seven more markets by the end of next year. Yeah. And those will be markets that the show will go ahead and I will open a real estate office in those markets right behind the show. Oh, now do you have one show or you have more than one show? We have two, but only one two. is currently being uh, actively produced and airs every week. Oh, it is being aired every week. Airs every week on uh, at 1130 in East Texas, and it used to be on MeTV. It's on uh, Cozy TV right now. Oh, okay. Oh, so people need to go watch that at 1130 on Saturdays. <laughs> on, Cozy, on Cozy TV, which if you got Suddenlink, it's Channel 14, and, uh-huh. uh, and it's on Dish, and all. it's all in all of them. It goes all the way from, all the way over East Texas, all the way down to Nacogdoches and all that. And I tell you what, it's, it's amazing. I'm still shocked by how many people say, hey, I like the show over the weekend. I'm going, okay. I didn't think anybody but my wife watched it. So anyway... <laughs> well, you know your sweet wife is going to be watching that. She's your biggest fan. <laughs> Yo, and, and me, her as well. Yeah, and you. I'm one yeah. of your biggest fans. So. Oh, well, it's, you know, it's, um, we're going to have a beautiful day for those people that are, are covered in snow. I'm, I, I, 
I hate to share that with them because it is going to be glorious here mm-hmm. in the 60s. And um, so I, I think about all those people that uh, the snow is so deep they can't see out their windows. It's really dumped on a lot of people in the east. But but anyway, Terry, as I say to you, as always, thank you for being part of my uh, Thanksgiving celebration day. You allowed me to go over the trivia, <laughs> which makes me very happy. Because and I love it. <laughs> the first time I went into Terry's office, I covered up a table and a chair with all my notes and valuable information because I was so afraid I was going to run out of information. <laughs> Who could run out of information when they're talking to Terry Miller because he's always there with a, a word or a comment or a joke or something, so it was great. But um, this was just as great as our first time to be share the air, Terry. So I wish you the best year. You too. Yeah. And you have a, I want you to have a great Thanksgiving, and I know that we'll see each other. Yeah. And I, think I will not be, be playing football. You me will neither. not see me. No. Mm-mm. You're going to be in Huntsville. Yeah, I'm going to go down to Huntsville, two hours down, two hours there, two hours back, and then yeah. I'm going to watch old movies on Friday with my wife. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Well, thank you for being with me. And for my listeners out there, I thank you for being with me today. And I thank you for being with me this year. It has been a great pleasure. Till next week with Second Wind with Joyce Buford. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at 